This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, I'll tell you, the background noise tells you that we must be at a fun place. We're up here at Poor Dog House in Millersville, which, uh, for those that have been around a long time, it used to be called Shoeless Joe's way back when, and it was uh, Gina's Cantina. And George Young and I sort of met in the middle for a hot dog, a sausage, some tots, and a yeah. couple beers to talk about winter weather. Man, how you doing? It's, I'm doing great. It's that time of year. We uh, it's It's November, but... It was like 35 degrees yesterday with 30-mile-an-hour winds. So two, well, week, two weeks ago, I was in shorts and a T-shirt, and if that, that, that's, that's over now. Over. It's done, pretty much. Yeah, so it's wintertime. Let's talk snow. Absolutely. Well, we get, we, you know, I'm, I'm kind of jealous of Buffalo right now. I mean, I'm seeing some images coming out of Buffalo, and they got like six feet of snow or something crazy like that. Pretty good, right? Lake effect machine. Lake effect snow there is always the best uh, We don't have November. a bay effect. There's not a long enough fetch of water is the, the reality, right? On those lakes, they have, you know, dozens of dozens of miles where the water can travel over or the air travels over the water and it picks up enough moisture. It's just we don't have the angle here. You could slightly, if you had the perfect, like, 1% chance, it could go kind of north to south or, or opposite and pick up enough. And sometimes you'll see, like, bay showers on the southern, southern Maryland area, but we just don't have enough... Fetch. Otherwise, we would get it too. So they have it, and they got it. Eighty inches in Orchard Park, home of the Bills, and uh, a bunch of snow everywhere else. So we'll uh, we'll see. They got more snow in two days than we have in the last five years, probably. Well, I will tell you, George, that over the last year, you've done a pretty good job of. I mean, you, your forecasts have been spot on all year. I mean, we're getting toward the end of the year, so we're sitting here looking at the what well, the year that was, and a little bit into the winter that might be, but. Yeah. Your forecasts were spot on, and for those that aren't a member, not a member, it's not the word I'm looking for, but if those that don't have the app, get it. Go to the Google app or the uh, Google app or the Apple app store. Yeah. Just, uh, like, just sounds like a rap store. Apple app. Apple, Apple the app. app. Apple the app. That's your rap name. <laughs> Rapper name. No, yeah, it's uh, DCMDVA Weather and Apple or Google stores and free download. And, uh, yeah, get it. It's uh, It's been a pretty good run. We've done this for... I don't know, five years now. I'm, and, I'm losing count of my, my fingers. And uh, I guess I've kind of been doing this a little more than that, but it's been pretty accurate and uh, pretty good so far. And this, the snow is always the most, the busiest time of year for people to engage on social media and pay attention when it's sunny and 50 to 100 or cloudy or rainy. No one really cares. It's just no, everyday just business. No, stay home and bitch. And then, but when it snows, everyone gets tuned up and participates online and bitches even more, unless it plays out to a big storm, which we just haven't had many. You and I are after that one big one. The last one, January 2016, right, was the large blizzard in uh, January 22nd and 23rd. And that was right before we started doing the podcast together. And uh, so we have not really had a big one since the, we were just talking last year was just after new year's january it was a pretty good storm for the area can't complain it was 10 or 12 or 14 inches depending on where you were but nothing like the blizzards of uh you know yesteryear i guess so 2016 and you know me and dates i love weather and dates and and it look the reality is this will be uh, for for boating or foretelling of my my forecast for the winter here. But there's this weird like every six or seven year cycle, whether it's a cycle or a statistical anomaly. But 2016 was the last big storm. When was it before that? 
December 2009, February 2010, we had three blizzards right. combined, so that was seven years prior to the 2016. When was it before then? 2003 was the President's Day blizzard, so that was seven years before 2010, so six or seven years. And then before then, uh, 1996, seven years prior, was the January 1996 blizzard. Go oh, back you're, you're, from freak, that. you're freaking me out, man. It's like those the the the, the, the uh, similarities between like uh, what was it Kennedy like, and uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know you know it was like Kennedy yeah. and Lincoln or something like Kennedy that. Kennedy and Lincoln, right? Before that, it wasn't quite as spaced out. It was like a four year period. It was 1993 superstorm superstorm March 1993, then January. This was then six years. 1987 was a blizzard that hit the area. Before that, January 1983. And then the storm that got me hooked as a kid was the first President's Day blizzard, February 1979. So growing up, I remember thinking, this is like every four or five years. This, this is like clockwork. Now it's become, for whatever reason, weirdly, every six or seven. So the reality is we're on the sixth or seventh year from the last time. It's, it'll be seven years going into so 2023. So... Uh, I'm guaranteeing the blizzard to happen because we're due, and the schedule says it. And the reality is, statistically, we're just due for an above-average year, even though a couple of things say, no way, Jose, because this is the third straight year of a La Nina conditions, which is uh, certain conditions in the Pacific Ocean. We always look at that first. Is it El Nino or La Nina? If it's La Nina, it typically points to... um, not a snowy deal in the eastern U.S. And that's kind of been the case. Last year was pretty good. We had a couple of snows. One was big. The year before, we had a bunch of small, quick-hitter storms that those, kept everyone those active. Pain, those were a pain in the neck. Those, those, were, were, those, those were just irritating. Neck. A lot of mixed precip. You know, it was a lot of crusty snow and some, some sleep. Um, so this is the third year where conditions, and there are not many triple-dip La Nina years where it's three consecutive winters of La Nina conditions. And, and again, that's supposed to mean not a lot of snow in the east. But So there's one strike against us. The other one was, remember in January, January 15th of this year, was that crazy underwater uh, near Tonga in the Pacific Ocean uh, earthquake that uh i'm sorry volcano right so it was the nobody nobody remembers that but go ahead tonga (laughs) but remember the satellite imagery was cool and it just exploded many many miles into the atmosphere in a way that is very different from other uh volcanic explosions and here's why it's it could be slightly important volcanic explosions usually consist of ash and they kind of tend to make the earth cooler for a couple of years. Mount Pinatubo did that in 1991. We saw that maybe even a little Mount St. Helens in 1980. But this one was different because it happened underwater and still went dozens of miles into the atmosphere all the way through the um, through, through the troposphere, which is the first X number of miles up. And it went into the stratosphere. And what it did, because it was originated underwater, it sent a lot of water vapor into the stratosphere. And what that water vapor did, instead of blocking out the light coming into the uh, atmosphere, which would make it cooler, it actually traps the heat in the atmosphere, and it could make the Earth a little bit even warmer than already occurring for the next one to three years, whatever. They've measured this. The water vapor is off the charts in the stratosphere. Very identifiable anomaly. 
What does that mean for our winter? We don't know because we haven't really seen these measurements before. Um, but I'm going to say if it's trapping moisture, we're just going to have a little more of an unpredictable, volatile winter. You would think because it's making the earth warmer that it wouldn't be bad for us. I don't, it doesn't really matter because we, we live or die on the one or two storm rule around here. It's just the right set of cold air with the right amount of moisture. So because there's more moisture in the stratosphere, I'm going to say it's going to luck us out. and, and br- You know, bring I, a I was going to say to the idiot, idiot weather guy like me, having more moisture up in the stratosphere with the ability to uh, perhaps be colder... As soon as you get the moisture and the cold, then you got the snow. And I will say that, and I don't know whether this is true or not, but it feels like it has gotten colder earlier this year than in years past. You know, I mean, let's look at November. It it does feel like it. And that anecdotal thing can throw us off because November, which we're still in of 2022, the first 12 days were about as far statistically as you can be above average and not really freak out. I mean, we were 10 to 12 degrees above average, which for 12 days of a month is statistically relevant. And it was just off the charts. If you ever ended up an entire month 10 degrees above average or below average, you would have a major news story. Usually over 30 or 31 days, it plays out where something balances out something else. Well, what happened on the 13th of November this year? Cold front came through, it flipped the switch, and we've been... 10 to 15 degrees every day below average just like that there was no gradual kind of like decline or whatever and just yesterday i mean the average high is 55 to 57 this time of year it was 35 with uh, with lows this morning i saw it was 23 on my thermometer at my house you know the average low was around 40 degrees this time of year so it has been super cold now since the 13th of november so, uh, uh, you know, we're into a 10-day stretch of, of cold weather that's going to last another several days. Uh, Thanksgiving's going to be nice, but still, we're, we're more in average territory. When you're within 5 degrees of the average temp, that, that's all, like, standard deviation buffer sure. stuff. 10 to 20 degrees away, you know, is it happens a couple days a month, all, all years, but we're talking 7 to 10 straight days on both sides of the equation. So it's Being been kind of average. October was, I think, a couple of degrees below average, maybe one or two degrees. So it was a cooler month in October. We had the standard warm stuff, but we had a lot of mornings in the 30s where we just weren't used to that. So statistically, it played out. The course of every year, though, at this point, you know, it's kind of like when we do our our summer outlook and our tropical storms. Um, It's just warmer and more active. There's more moisture in the atmosphere because the earth is warmer. And uh, it just makes things go. So we just see more incidences of flooding rains. And we just need that one intersection of cold and all this moisture we have at our disposal. And somehow we just haven't had it for the last five winters. Well, there have been a couple of weird things in weather over the last year that, that I've noticed, which you know certainly I, you would notice, but I would not necessarily, is that early on in the hurricane season, we talked about that Pacific hurricane crossing over into the Atlantic. That's right. It did. Which, did, which is rare to happen. And it and kept then, its name because it kept yeah. its form and, and strength. Right? And then also we had a, um, a very late tropical thing, which didn't do anything for us. Uh, yeah. Just just a week or so ago, which I mean, yes, and and the hurricane season goes through November first, I guess technically through the end of November. Oh, the end of November. Yeah. Okay, but to have something in November is fairly unusual. Latest landfalling hurricane ever was Hurricane Nicole when it hit. Uh, I guess it was Florida, right? It, it so it was uh, just a Category One, but it was so big and broad that 
the um, the overall circulation, just the, the massive movement of air in the sky above was off the charts. It was a large hurricane. Hurricane Ian hit southwest Florida earlier in the summer, and that was devastating. And they compared, which in that one was way bigger than uh, Hurricane, now I'm forgetting the name, the same one that hit southwest Florida a long time ago uh, in the same spot. So Ian was way bigger than that one. And then Hurricane Nicole was like two or three times the size of Ian just a couple of months later. And for it only to be a Category 1, the damage that it it did to the Daytona Beach area and that shoreline was just off the charts because it's moving so much air. And then it's just there's more a little more water in the ocean at the sea levels are rising and it just pounded like for 24 plus hours with with water coming in i mean we just can't handle yeah. it yeah, but you don't you don't want to mess with mother nature they always, they've said that since the uh cartoon or the commercials way back in the 60s and 70s but what as as we go into winter what are your suggestions as far as keeping safe whether it be at home uh you know in the car out on the road, um, whatever it may be. Yeah. Do you have any? Get that emergency kit where it's, uh, you know, the standard kind of like blanket, hat, gloves, jacket in your trunk or wherever, you know, just in case uh, you break down, you know, it's dark uh, 14 hours out of the day, kind of in the wintertime, more or less. I love it. I love, I I love the early dark. I love it. I can't wait for next year, hopefully <laughs> signing the legislation that we stay on daylight saving time, but we'll see. We'll see next year. So standard stuff, right? Hat, gloves, you know, a jacket, but also have, uh, whether it's a set of flares or some kind of thing that is battery operated where, you know, it, it lets someone know if you're broken down. Uh, you can have kind of a portable battery charger, a portable uh, thing that pumps up your tires in case you have an issue. You know, like all of these things are, are readily available now. Technology is widespread. A lot of them are, are all in one packs where it's just, you know, charge it up like a cell phone and it'll last you for a while versus, uh, you know, something that has to sure. charge in your car or whatever, you know, charge it and just put it in the trunk and be done with it. And then I think, you know, the the otherwise thing is, you know, have the, the number of a local kid or, uh, you know, a service that can clear some snow for you because... It just happened with these buffalo snows. It happens every winter, and it's a sad way to go out, but to die shoveling snow, because the reality is uh, at least two people died just recently in Buffalo from this storm. You know, it's heavy, wet snow when it's close to 32 degrees. So, you know what? Unless you're, like, 40 years and and below, if not 30 and younger, just let someone else do it, right? Ain't none of us getting any younger. No one's getting younger. And to imagine it just to go out because you were shoveling snow, um, one other thing I think you could think about, like I thought I would have seen a lot more with these buffalo images coming in, but you know, some you can have a mat that covers your walkway that just melts the snow or a larger spread. Obviously, with time and money, we can all do anything in the world sure. that we want to. And so these things cost money, but to invest in something, like something that covers your driveway or at least a portion of it, you walk out and it's just melted. There's It keeps the, the air warm enough to where, you know, it would be nice, but... At a minimum, have the name of a, a landscaping crew or a, a local kid that text him and say, "Hey, twenty bucks to you know shovel the walkway and drive." Totally did that when that December or the January storm last year. I was flying and um, I turned around and uh oh, looks like looks like the food's coming in. I'm so ooh, looking good. Yeah, I'll take another one too. Yes, yeah, right. So uh, especially I called, I called from the plane, said, "Hey, Jamie." Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, we're getting in at midnight. 
Yeah. <laughs> Last thing I need to do is shovel my driveway. Could you get there today? And You know, especially around here, way more times than not, the temp is closer to 32 degrees, so the snow is wet. Got some utensils. Yep. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks. Got it. Trade you. Thank you. And, you know, when the snow's wet, if you if you drive up to your house or walk on it, it compacts it. And then if you let it sit for a while, even half a day or a day. So the whole point is it, it ends up freezing, and then it becomes this thick layer of ice. And that's a whole different story. So have that service ready. Get them out there as quickly as you can, you know, after it snows. And, and just get it off the, the surface so that it can be done. That's great. Well, I... If you have any, you know, we got to end this because this this stuff is looking great, man. I got this Pasadena non cheesesteak, and it's a cheesesteak without the cheese or without the steak. Yeah, but it's got a, it substitutes like a, a sausage in there. It's a sausage, steak. and it, it looks, looks awesome. Good. And I'm going to get into it. Um, but if you've got any word with the man upstairs or whoever controls his weather, yeah, enough of this two and three inch BS. Yeah. That's just an irritation. That's like a wedgie in your underwear. It, it's just like that. Absolutely. And we're done with that, right? We're going, we're going for, uh, I don't even have a funny analogy. We're going to uh, 15 inches and beyond. Make of that what you will. But well, we're not, going that, big storm. That, that's not a prediction, but I would love to see two or three storms like that. That's you it. can space them apart. I mean, I don't need that whole back-to-back-to-back to back to back that we had Ooh, in 2009 no. or 10. That was tough. It was tough. But It was compelling, though. You know, but I but I do enjoy I do enjoy the early darkness. I do enjoy yeah. the, the winter storms, and hopefully we're going to get them. Uh, you've got some outstanding tips as far as keeping safe. You've got yep. some uh, explanations as to why we think it may be a little bit of a snow or winter. And, um <laughs> Our, my fingers are crossed, and I think yours are too. I'm looking forward to it. We we uh, we've waited years at this point. It, it's time for it to happen, and uh, yeah, you know, get get some supplies ready, uh, settle in. We'll have lots of uh, snowfall prediction contests. We uh, we've been doing that every year for the last five or six years, and or more. And now there's like two to four hundred people that that join each time it might snow, and you know it's fun because uh, there's a lot of unpredictability around here, and so it could any storm could be three inches or twelve inches if you're on the right side of ninety five or the right. track of the storm. It comes down to that eleventh uh, hour kind of thing. So should be a good winter. Follow us at dcmdvaweather.info on the web, dcmdvaweather Twitter. Facebook, Instagram even started posting some images there. Are you TikToking there. yet? Uh, we have not done TikTok yet. Actually, I did create one uh, on account on TikTok. I just haven't done it. I have uh, teenage girls and, and they're uh, TikTok masters, so I should get into it. And uh, you know what? I just recently launched... Uh, uh, it's not go. Is was it GoFundMe? What? <laughs> I don't even know. I, I put this thing out and I posted it once. But feel free. I'm going to Patreon. Uh, Patreon, yeah, patron. Um, however you say it, Patron. If you are into tequila. Into tequila. <laughs> and uh, but I, I launched it and I'll I'll go with it more. I'm, but I'm ready for anyone to give some money to the cause. You know, whatever. There's a lot of stuff to pay for app, website fees, and all kinds of stuff. And and I also want to invest in some projects around the region. Like one project I want to do is put uh, digital thermometers around the uh, city of Annapolis. And I want to measure objectively the impact of the bay on temperatures. So at one thermometer, let's say 100 yards from the water, it's X. Uh, the same day, I want to be able to see a thousand yards up 
Main Street, on the top of Main Street by the Maryland Inn, it might be five degrees warmer. If you go toward whatever, the mall or, you know, something, uh, Stan and Joe's or whatever on West Street, it might even be a couple of degrees warmer. I'm interested because we all know that the National Weather Service thermometer is right there on the water. It gives such a ridiculous anomaly of a temperature. It'll it'll be 80 at, you know, BWI, and it'll be 58, literally 20 degrees less there. So anyways, an example of a project that I want to do, but to put, you know, 10 digital thermometers around Annapolis and come up with some cool acronym to s- spell out what the name of the project is, whatever, yeah, it's probably 2500 bucks or five grand to have a quality thermometer. So anyways... Patron, Patreon, Patron, uh, I'll post it more and, and push the envelope, but uh, this is a good way to get the message out. It, it's up, it's on the website, so follow the link, give some money. It, it, I, I created certain levels. If you give X number of dollars, you get a DC, MDVA weather sweatshirt or a hoodie sent to you, if stuff I, if like I, that. If I, if I give you $25 a month, yeah. Do I get a guaranteed big ass snowstorm this year? You'll get snow at your house one way or the other for twenty five dollars. It, it doesn't from- matter. It might be your your yard might be the only yard, but there will be snow. Well I, I, I like <laughs> Well I'll tell you what, I mean uh, all of all of the projects aside, which do sound actually actually fascinating because we do know how distinct the weather can be in yeah. different sections of the county and, and the the benefit that you bring to Ion Annapolis and to anybody who subscribes to DCMDVA weather by whatever means, is that you're local. Okay, we're here at the Port Hog House yeah. up in Millersville. You live right across the river in, um, you know, in Arnold area. Yeah. Um, you know, the kids go to school here and everything else. And this area is very unique and hard to forecast. Uh, most of the TV weathermen, they live up in southern Pennsylvania. Um, uh, this is a guy that sees it come in. This is a guy that got really into it more professionally um, yeah. when the Duresha tore down his house. That's um, right. And we've yeah. been, been through that. So that's that's the beauty and that's the benefit and that's the value that I see in DCMDVA weather. And um, I thank you for letting me know about the Patreon because I didn't know about it and I'm going to go check that out tonight and I'm going to sign up for sure. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I posted it once and then I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll let it sit for a while. And But now's the time to start to push it. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a good deal. The service has been great. And you're right, I, I still fully believe in what I started with, which is the use of an app to send push notifications and social media when it's not an app that just pulls model data, which is this prepackaged, not always that accurate thing. When you're hearing directly from me as a forecaster that's accurate, you know that's uh, real information from a human that you can act on, and you can also interact with me, whether it's through social media or email or whatever, and say, hey, clarify. I have a lot of people throughout each year. What do you think about this weekend? We have a soccer tournament. We're going fishing. We're, you know, whatever. And just, it's hard to uh, interact with someone that directly, and it's it's free. So, it's a good thing, and a lot of people take advantage of it, but I think there's a lot more room left for uh, engagement and improvement, and the Patreon uh, setup is one way, but also these projects and the podcast. So appreciate you letting me do this year after year, and it's been a good success so far. Absolutely. And the website, once again? Website is dcmdvaweather.info. You get your weather info from us. And then everything else is just DCMDVA Weather. It's, again, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, maybe TikTok. And uh, the app, DCMDVA Weather, Apple or Google App Stores, and uh, looking forward to a big winter ahead. And all of that at DCMDVAweather.info. George, thanks so much. Now we need to shut up and eat these uh, this, this Pasadena non-cheese It's a good spread. Thanks, John. Mm-hmm.
This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.